Love burgers and pizza Wanna see me eat some Can't get enough of that meat yum Chili cheese fries and some Mr. Pib I need tacos with a nasty dip Pico de gallo, mayo or dryo Hot sauce or barbecue straight from Ohio Homemade coleslaw, fuck Boston Market Junkie blue cheese range into five star bread Only one time was in pizza Hello and welcome to Bring a Plate My name is Peter Taggart And I'm Rebecca Shaw Rebecca Shaw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are we're stuck on a boat at the at the fleet review. We came down to see the fireworks because we both love fireworks. You came down to see the fireworks. <laughs> I came down to see the semen. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I had a whole semen bit worked out. I was gonna say there's a lot of semen. It's always good to That's have a lot of semen. That's the same as what I did. Yeah, it's I know. And then you did it first. Like, <laughs> yep. quick, I have to do the most obvious fucking joke first. <laughs> I'm the best with semen. I was going to say screen projections, by the way. <laughs> anyway, we're stuck here. It's like um, the Poseidon adventure. Yeah. You're Shelley Winters. Yep. As always. <laughs> In life. <laughs> um, we've also got somebody else here this 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 week. <laughs> Um, it, it, well, we should say it's been a really long break for us. Yeah. Um, I've you been were away. away. Yeah. I was away. Mentally and physically. <laughs> yes. And you've been in a hut in the forest. I've, I've been covered. Living, you've, you've gone Nell. I have gone. I've gone full Nell. <laughs> yeah, full Nell. And should never go full Nell. <laughs> never. Um, that's true. Uh, but we've inv- I've invited someone else into the cabin. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Lawrence Barber from uh, 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 the internet and <laughs> <laughs> and real life as well, I guess. And uh, Crikey's Wires and Lights and other um, writing as well. The Guardian recently. Mm, I've been on The Guardian too, says Me Rebecca. Too. Peter hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome, Lawrence. Welcome to the Fleet Review. How are you enjoying Sydney? It is... Um you know, Sydney. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, this, is, this is a really good start. It is. You know how Sydney is. Yeah, I don't like Sydney. I don't. Sorry, guys. Um, what's been happening with you? So I've been in Sydney. I've been away. It was mm-hmm. a good time. I had a good time in Sydney. But what, what have you been doing? Um, I went up to the Sunshine Coast hinterland mm-hmm. um, for to a leave. wedding. Oh, for a wedding. Yeah, we sat at the bridal table. So. Oh. Um, yeah. Your bridesmaid. Yeah, flower girl. Oh. <laughs> Never too old. <laughs> um, I always no. think they do a shit job at weddings. What, flower, flower girls? girls? I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's because they're usually children. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> and children are bad at everything, as yeah. we all know. Uh, but, you know, like, okay, so, like, I always used to watch them. And, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Cut it there. Um, no, I used to, like, I used to watch them at weddings and, like, they did get the... Pedals and just like they, the pedal placement was pretty shit. I've yet to see someone's pedal. They placement. They don't take it seriously. Inadequate. They don't take it seriously. Inadequate spread. No. And <laughs> Have I mentioned that I've never been asked to be part of a wedding? Oh, <laughs> I wonder why. The other thing that's been happening, and just let me unfold my uh, penis. <laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> I'm, I'm, really, I'm really flattered that you think I need to fold it up because I really don't. Um, the other thing that's been happening was uh, there's been leaks from a book. No, what were you thinking I was going to say? There's been leaks from a book that is the most anticipated book on this podcast, and you know what it is. Oh, shit. It's, Melissa explains it all. Yeah. Now, 
Melissa has given a little exclusive interview Melissa Joan with Hart. life and style. Melissa Joan Hart. I call her Melissa. Yes. Melissa, I call we her. We can't assume that everyone knows. Um, Melissa's given an exclusive interview with life and style in which she has explained her drug history. What? Uh-huh. Here's a quote from Melissa. I experimented with weed, ecstasy, mushrooms and mescaline lettuce for about a year and a half, Melissa admits to the magazine. One of her crazier adventures involved taking ecstasy at the Playboy Mansion in 1999, making out with a girl on the limo ride home. It's disgusting. And then heading to a Maxim photo shoot while still high. That was my third or fourth time on ecstasy, she reveals. Oh, my God. That's not all. Hasn't she read Anna's story? No, she hasn't. She didn't even give a speech on Anna's story like everybody at my high school. Did you have to read that, Lawrence? I have no idea what that is. Lawrence is too young. He's too young. Can we talk about the fact that Lawrence is the youngest person I still talk to? (laughs) And I'm only talking to him because he's here. Outside of this table, I do not talk to him. We're enemies. Yes. Um, Anyone born... As late as you is my enemy. Anybody born in the 90s, Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. The actress, I'm going back to the story, the actress also revealed past make-out sessions with, can we guess? Is it Sebastian? No, what's the cat's name? Sebastian. What's the cat's name? Guy Sebastian? No. Yes, guys. Salem. 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 Sebastian. Sebastian. I was thinking of, yeah, I was thinking of, (laughs) to me, she is like Belle, a mermaid. Is that what you're going with? Belle and Sebastian? Belle and Sebastian, the best. It's, Je- it's, it's Jerry O'Connell from oh. Sliders. She called him a man whore. How? It's bad form. He probably he was. Lo- he looks like one. That's slut shaming. Thanks a yeah. lot, Sinead. Um, <laughs> and I met Jerry O'Connell, by the way. Why? Yeah, we on Sliders. Um, it was back in his You were eating days. Sliders in his hotel room. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I jumped into a portal. <laughs> um, no, I went and saw a play in New York with he him was in and a Alan play? Rickman. Yeah, he was in it. Uh, which play was it? Uh, seminar. Oh, I remember that. And then afterwards, um, I met him and he's very handsome. He's okay, she also made out with Backstreet Boy Nick Carter. Oh, that's, that's not a big surprise. That's disgusting. But me. not all Hollywood hotties were on her lust list. <laughs> she twice tried to kick Ashton Kutcher out of her parties for making, quote, smart-ass remarks. Ashton and I just didn't get along, she recalls. Which makes me... Like him. Hate, yeah, hate Ashton <laughs> a little bit less. And I didn't think that was possible. You kick someone out of the party for, like, being funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she did. That's what you would do. Absolutely. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Um, luckily, I've never had to do it on this podcast. <laughs> like, you've never funny. had a party. Yeah. That's tr- I've had parties. I, I had um, for, I was very much too old, a murder mystery party. Did you ever have one of those? I've been to one. Pretty I dressed cool. up as Hannibal. Oh, yeah. so it wasn't a board game themed. No, it was like a proper one in Toowoomba where you go to a restaurant and they oh, like have like a theatre restaurant, like dinner theatre. Kind of, but was it, dirty it was dicks? really weird because we're the only ones in the whole place, mm-hmm. and we it was like a work function thing. Okay. It was a murder mystery party. Where did you work? <sighs> it was at a place called Sam Seafood. Oh. <laughs> In Toowoomba, which is really close to the ocean. It's close to the sea. I always like to get Fresh seafood fish. in St. George yeah. and Toowoomba. Yeah, so um, it closed down and I okay. took home three cases of... Um, <laughs> um, what's uh, the lemon... Do you remember how Diet Coke had like a lemon flavour for a while? Mm, yes. I took home three cases. Oh, no. 
Diet Coke Lemon. Oh, it was so no. Good. <laughs> no, that's gross. Anyway. Yuck. Oh, good times. The other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, this week uh, we saw the return of one of the only shows I watch, which is Homeland. Um. Homeland is back. I know everyone's so excited about it. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet because... Because uh, everyone's just... decided they hate it now. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I still love it. It's fine. So you haven't watched <laughs> Resounding. it. Resounding. Oh god. Okay. So can I spoil what happens? Yeah. I don't give a okay. shit. Okay. I think I'm just so annoyed by Brody and Claire Danes that I but just am not Bro- excited about. Brody is not even in the first episode. He's not in the first couple and of episodes. And either. yeah, his, I'm just his, his presence is going to be minimal. Thank Christ, because that whole romance in the second season. Was I'm just the scared of having thing. to see them kiss again, and I oh cannot take it. I will throw up. You, what's wrong with it? I've never oh. noticed anything about it. When, when they're when in the Brody woods kisses. last season, he's got the tiniest mouth, but he like, eats her whole face. He, he, he looks like a goldfish suckering on yeah, the side of a fishbowl. So it's such a hard on right now. Um, <laughs> now, I did write, I, I think I did, this is the one note I wrote in, in my phone. I wrote, Dana doesn't kill herself. Because okay. that's the whole thing. Um, uh, she, she, she attempted suicide. Attempted suicide. Uh-huh. Very sad because obviously she thinks her father has committed this terrible atrocity. Oh, yeah. That's and sad. Um, she, she goes into the bath and she goes. But Dana doesn't kill herself, takes photos of breasts instead. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Friend is back and oh, he yeah. kills a child. That's all you need to know. Oh. The last little topic, just for the introduction, I, I, wa- I want to ask Lawrence this actually because mm-hmm. he is the token young person. He's the youngest person we've had on this podcast so far. Um, out, of, out, of out of two, two. people. Are <laughs> uh, bucket hats back in? Now, I went to the city the other day and I saw two trendy teenagers get on my bus and both were wearing bucket hats. What's a bucket hat? Okay, so bucket hats I'm very like into little, fashion. Okay, the bucket hats are like what they give away with the Sunday mail. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yep, like, yep, sort yep. Of, and like the felt. They've got a brim all yep, the way yep. around. Okay. But it's just it's a short soft. one. It's not a wide brim. And hat. it's a yep. soft brim. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. what you mean now. Mm. Are they in? Well, okay. I am anti-hat in all what? forms. <sighs> but what yeah. about no I don't, hat, no play? I don't believe... Don't get me started on no hat, no play. <laughs> no hat, no play ruined my childhood. Um no, I just don't believe in hats, and least of all bucket hats. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess that. I, I mean, well, your opinion doesn't mean if they're in or not. No, that's true. Um, so, are they? In I have not seen. I have not seen anybody probably under fifty wearing a bucket hat in at least. Are you half sure a you decade. didn't imagine it? I didn't imagine it. I have just bought shares in a bucket hat company. <laughs> and Did you guys see everywhere. bucket hats are in? Yeah. You said you said at the back of crowds, and you're this like, is, "Hey, bucket hats are in. Hey, did you guys see?" This is all cash for comment, John Laws, Alan Jones style. Um, Big bucket. No, they're in. Okay, everyone okay. buy them, particularly at buckethats.com. Uh, Beck, you know what it's time for? It's time for news minute. Hi, this is News Minute. I'm Rebecca Shaw. Prince Harry was just in Sydney for the fleet review and he had a meet and greet with Prime Minister Tony Abbott. Earlier, newspaper headlines were quick to joke that Mr Abbott should lock up his daughters. In response, Abbott said, Ironically, this is the one night I've let them out of their cage. Fuji singer Lauren Hill has been released from federal prison after serving just three months behind bars for tax evasion. The release of Hill is highly controversial after her prison bunkmate died in mysterious circumstances. Hill claims the fellow prisoner passed in her sleep, although the coroner ruled she'd been killed softly with her song. 
A weekend Ku Klux Klan rally at the Gettysburg National Military Park has had to be postponed due to the US government shutdown. Hopefully the KKK don't use this as a reason to turn against Barack Obama. A giant squid whose oversized eyes and gargantuan blob of a body that makes it look more mythical than real washed ashore Tuesday at La Arena Beach in the Spanish community of Canterbury. So ladies, before buying a bikini for summer beach weather, work out if you're pear-shaped, apple-shaped, hourglass-shaped or gargantuan giant squid blob body-shaped to find the most flattering look for you. The television show Breaking Bad has ended with many people praising the finale as one of the best of all time. Other people have criticized the episode, saying it was a complete mess. And here's Peter with sport. Well, tennis star Andy Roddick has admitted he almost came to blows with rival Novak Djokovic in a US Open locker room a few years ago, to which I immediately replied, "What do I have to type into Xtube to see this?" The Sydney Swans have reportedly offered Lance Buddy Guy a $10 million contract that will see him receive a salary from the club until age 36. Everyone knows 36 is 10 years too old to be a professional footballer and 20 years too old to be a professional footballer's girlfriend. In soccer, yes soccer, I'll never call it football, come the fuck at me Pele. Manchester City has come from back-to-back defeats to end Everton's winning streak in the English Premier League. Meanwhile in the Australian Premier League, Colin Barnett looks in no shape to end his losing streak since being born in 1950, while Jay Weatherall is way out in front by having a name and face I'll instantly forget as soon as I finish this sentence. And the NRL grand final was won by either the Sydney Roosters or the Womanly Seagulls, but either way the game has definitely already happened and that's sport. Now to Lawrence for the Hollywood Goss. Hello to all you gossip junkies out there. Lauren Hill has been released from prison after serving a 3-month term for tax evasion. I sure hope she didn't do up that soap. Zack Hansen was attacked by an angry fan this week while boarding he and his brother's tour bus. The person spit in Zack's face, earning the illustrious honor of being the first person to ever spit back in time to when Hansen tour buses actually existed. Paris Hilton is coming out of musical retirement with a new Lil Wayne featured single next week. It's a shock move by Hilton, who now famously ended the recent conflict in Syria with a stunning performance of the greatest song of all time, "Stars Are Blind." Melissa Joan Hart has revealed to the shambling corpse of Blake Lively that she once made out with Lively's husband Ryan Reynolds. Hart told the media, "Quote: I remember that his lips were pretty wonderful. Plus, he has these big hands and shoulders that completely swallowed my petite frame." A statement which has, unfortunately, since reignited the Syria conflict. Modern Family is gearing up for its gay wedding episode. Hosanna's a falling at the feet of the sitcom's cast and creators, with the episode set to erase all anti-queer sentiment from the world. In the meantime, conservatives are protesting the episode, asking reporters, "What next? Two men who don't clearly fucking hate each other?" And this week, in Jesus Christ, remember that the Tim Allen movie, Jungle to Jungle, and that's gossip. <laughs> okay, we're back. We're at. What are you doing with your mouth? You're making out like a fish. You're like ma 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 ma. Doing why? vocal warm-ups. Got cotton mouth. It wasn't that big a night. No, I was just. Um, I saw a fish and I was trying to talk to oh, it. Oh, okay. Mm. You think it's Finding Good. Nemo? Yeah. We are in. The, what do we think of Finding Dory? I'm not. You know what? The the thing is, Dory are totally going to be extinct by the time that's released. <laughs> oh, so the second one is called Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Yeah. Oh. Hopefully that means Ellen DeGeneres is not in it that much because she's you know missing for most of the movie. I'm always scared when like a smaller part that like blows up then has its own mm-hmm. thing. 
we, we're doing something a bit different <coughs> this week with the plates um, because Lawrence is here and he does write a lot about TV, various publications. So I thought we'd do a bit of like a TV theme and um, we each bring along an episode of a TV show that we find particularly interesting and argue its case to be put in the Bring a Plate TV Hall of Fame. Already in there, as we know, is Homeland, no. um, The Midday Show. Um, <laughs> uh, so, okay, so we've got each got an episode that we've brought along. Um, who wants to go first? Lawrence should go first. He's the guest. Lawrence can go first. Okay, that's very polite of you. I mean, I feel like I don't really have to argue for this to go into the Bring a Play TV Hall of Fame <laughs> because it stars the one and the only Melissa Joan Hart. How many references to Melissa Joan Hart has there been in this episode? This is a so very MJH heavy it's, it's episode. It's a bit heavy. I think we need to cut it a little bit. <laughs> we, will, we will accept this episode uh, already. Yes. <laughs> Actually, please argue its case. What is it? What's it about? So it is the fifth episode of the third season for those who wish to watch it at home. And it is called of Pancake Madness. Of Sabrina, not of... Of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, yes. You have not to clarify, in so many brilliant <laughs> shows. <laughs> this is true. So, yes, the episode is called Pancake Madness. And um, the, the plot is elegantly introduced when uh, Sabrina sits down at the table to have breakfast with Salem. Mm-hmm. Um, and she asks him, what do you want for breakfast? And she magics some pancakes onto the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zelda and Hilda come down and freak the fuck out because oh. the Spellmans um, have a weird reaction to pancakes where they get addicted to pancakes. You can see where this is going. Um, it is a very a special second. episode about drug use. Oh, so she's never had pancakes she's before. Apparently not. <laughs> so, yes, and in the in the subplot, because, you know, they wanted to combine serious issues into one episode, you know, you can't yes. just... Um, so Hilda... Um, cannot go uh, into uh, outside of the mortal realm because she did not fill out her immigration paperwork. When Which she... one's Hilda? <laughs> Hilda is the... Um... Fat one. <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say. I just jumped in there. Peter. <laughs> she's not fat. She, she's... she's shapely. She's Caroline she's... Ray. Yeah, Caroline Ray. Caroline Ray. Yeah. Oh, and the other one is um, the one who died in Under the Dome. Oh, yeah. oh, thanks for spoiling yeah. it. <laughs> because everyone was rushing to catch yes. up on Under the Dome. I was like the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so she gets deported um, oh, turn back because the when they try and test her about her pronunciation, she starts talking in a Canadian accent. So apparently... Um, Canadians are illegal immigrants now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's a board. very odd episode. This is topsy turvy um, world. No pancakes. Canadians. So, uh, Melissa Joan Hart. Wait. Gets, she has a bite of pancakes and oh, shit. she goes to school and she thinks, I'm fine. I'm Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm not addicted to pancakes. She gets there and the boyfriend, whose name I can't remember Harvey. because Harvey, mm-hmm. oh Jesus. <laughs> thanks. Harvey, thanks back. <laughs> Harvey um, is eating pancakes and. Uh, Sabrina is like, give me some fucking pancakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so basically, like, Harvey throws out his pancakes because he finishes them and he's like, since when have you liked pancakes so much? Um, so she takes them, uh, like, picks the, the packaging out of the garbage and oh starts, like, licking oh, up syrup. Yeah. Oh um, That's not, and then, know what huffing is. <clears throat> I know what huffing is. There's a spe- post. <laughs> they want to do a fundraiser and Sabrina cleverly suggests that they do a pancake breakfast. Um, but they have then, pancakes at school. Was it Shrove Tuesday? It's a, it, but it's a, <laughs> yes, but it's a, it's a fundraiser. I feel like I'm taking this really seriously, yeah. and you guys are just I'm not, I am shitting all over it. Please don't, please don't um, perceive my constant interjections as me not taking it seriously. Um, 
And so the pancake breakfast happens and Sabrina's trying to, she's trying to get off pancakes because mm-hmm. she's freaking out. She eats all of the pancakes. There's a sped up montage of her running around the room. I eating love all a of the She even like magics some pancakes to, to like shoot into her mouth. Ooh. And she, she turns up uh, at, uh, at her home um, and they figure out that she's addicted to pancakes. She's in a gigantic fat suit, of course. Oh, she gets um, fat that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> that day. That, yeah. Okay. Um, meanwhile. Um, Why doesn't you know, she um, magic some um, fat-free pancakes? How fat does she get Carolyn Ray fat? <laughs> Peter Taggart. She gets, um, oh, I don't even, I don't know, even know if there's a comparison. She gets Medea fat. Or, um, so, so what happens at the end? Okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, um, th- and I feel like this is important. The immigration storyline. Oh, um, Zelda that. fills out Hilda's paperwork to get her to come back, uh, and she sends it via the Pony Express because that's a fresh joke. Yeah. Um, and she expresses concern about the Pony Express making it through Comanche com- country. So oh. there's some really bizarre racial things going on in this episode that I just don't understand. In any case. Um, there's a pancake-themed musical number in a fantasy sequence. Oh, I want to see that. Um, Zelda gets trapped smuggling Hilda over the border because she doesn't know who the Hanson brothers are. Um, so make that two Hanson references in this episode, okay, too. Yeah. Uh, in any case, um, it ends with um, Sabrina kicking uh, her pancake habit. Cold How? turkey. Oh, cold turkey. Yeah, no Eating rehab. a lot of cold she turkey. Check, she checks into Betty Ford. Yeah. Dr. Drew is <laughs> Dr. there. Dr. Drew is there. Um, uh, there's, there's an, an intervention. intervention. <laughs> yep. And my favorite part of it was the YouTube comment because the whole episode is on YouTube, so you oh, can good. freely, yeah. freely go and watch oh, it I'm at your leisure. Um, the, uh, one of the most liked YouTube comments with a grand total of two is: "This is probably the only way to make drug addiction funny and acceptable for all audiences." Yeah, I agree. Probably <laughs> the <laughs> only, only way. way. Um, but after that, Sabrina they wrote a book called Sabrina's Story, <laughs> like, yes, Anna's, like Anna's Story. story. <laughs> yeah. And Beck, how about you go next? Let's have the best for last. <laughs> Well, mine is, it's not a funny, it's not a comedy episode. Yeah. It's of a television show. I'm sorry, but mine was not a comedy episode. No, I'm sorry. It was a comedy show with, and a mm-hmm. dramatic sure. episode dramatic within. Episode. This is not a comedy. Mm-hmm. It is from the television show Felicity. Yes, I'm aware of that. Okay. Now, you, Lawrence is too mm-hmm. young. Well, Felicity went from 98 to 2002. Mm-hmm. And, um,. A lot of people don't realise that Felicity was created by J.J. Abrams. Oh, really? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. So... How many lens flares are there in each episode? <laughs> 20. Okay. Um, All the light reflecting so this, on Felicity's So, it was basically hair. the first thing he did. And the guy... Um, so, he created Felicity and the first three seasons or most of the fourth season are just straight... Felicity is in high school. She ends up following this guy, Ben, to college in New York because she loves him. And it's basically just a love triangle for the four seasons, like a soapy kind of show. And then in the final five episodes of the fourth season, um, apparently they – basically they'd wrapped up everything and then the the network told them they had to make – five more episodes. Oh, no. So J.J. Abrams, that's when he brought out his – um, you know, sci-fi kind of side, yeah. and it ended up with Felicity going back in time. Okay, cool. So for the first three and a half seasons, it's his normal, like, mm-hmm. just college show, and then all this weird yes. shit happens. She's a time traveler. Yes. <laughs> just at the end. Well, it's, yeah. So, um, but this episode is actually from season two when it was still just a normal show, mm-hmm. but it's called Help for the Love Lawn, 
and it was J.J. Abrams' homage to The Twilight Zone. Okay. So he wrote it, and the Matt Reeves directed it, who also did Cloverfield and Let Me In. Oh, apparently. okay. Yeah. So basically, it's just it's filmed in black and white. So it's basically just out of nowhere. It's not. Um, it's not. It's like a bottle episode kind of well, thing. Well, kind of, but it's not related to the one before or after. And it's, um, yeah, it's shot like a Twilight Zone episode. Um, Felicity's heartbroken as she is for all, f- all of the show. Yes. <laughs> um, and she there ends up being a lady that comes in and hands her a card um, saying the clinic on it. And it's basically about this clinic that you go to and it basically an cures you for- Oh, oh no! <laughs> um, it cures you from your um, heartbreak, basically. Okay, but there's all all sorts of things that goes Is on. Is it like an eternal sunshine? Type yeah, thing? yeah, that's what that's what I noted down. It's kind wow. of like that. It's in black and white. It's eternal sunshiny. It's twilight zoney. Okay, it's really interesting. I actually really liked it. I watched it again. It's also on YouTube. Okay, good. It ends with because during the whole series she's got a goth roommate yeah who has a box and you oh, yeah, okay <laughs> <laughs> classic college experimentation <laughs> sure she has a box that felicity's never allowed to look in <laughs> this sounds like my college All experience right. <laughs> anyway so it's kind of like a running thing throughout the whole mm-hmm. series basically the end of this episode felicity wakes up and she's in a room with no windows and no door and all the main characters from the show are also in there. And they ended up figuring out a way. They all stand on each other's shoulders and Felicity goes over the top and then falls over. And the guys have... Goes over the top of what? This room, like it has no roof, but it's... But all of the other people have been in there for months and there's no food or water or anything, but they're just surviving normally. And Felicity falls out onto the ground and then it, it... pans to a shot of like a little figurine on the ground and her roommate picks it up and what they were in was her box (laughs) and she puts it back in and then closes the lid and that's how it ends that's the end yeah oh my god it's really bizarre like really bizarre yeah but it's and it's just like this standalone episode that is weird and bizarre and just unrelated to pretty much everything, and well, it's you've actually sold. I actually do want to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm really, intrigued. it's really interesting, okay. and they're they're all dressed like um, period, clo- like kind of, I don't know, like Twilight Zone era, okay, clothes and stuff. It's I, I'm actually kind of disappointed because um, Lawrence's episode that he's brought is on YouTube, and, and the episode you're talking about is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. This one, unless you're in the United States, you will not be able to see my episode on YouTube now. The episode in question is from Family Ties, which mm-hmm. I quite genuinely enjoy. I think it was a, a very good sitcom of its time. I like it as well. Um, now, I think this is from the fourth season. I think this was the last couple of episodes in the fourth season of Family Ties. How many seasons was it? Oh, gosh, I would have had to have done a bit more research. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think this is the end of the fourth season and it was a two-parter episode, which wasn't weird for Family Ties, but... Um, they ran it as an as an hour long episode, really, uh, and there were commercials in the first half, but no commercials in the oh. second half. Very odd, and the reason was because it, it took a very strange, dramatic turn. So essentially, um, it follows the days after the funeral of Greg, 
who we understand is a very close friend to Alex P. Keaton, Michael J. Fox's character. Um, however, we've never heard of Greg before this episode. <laughs> He's suddenly a, a really good friend, we're, we're told. Um, and Greg has died in a car accident. Oh. And everyone's sort of quite affected by it, except Alex P. Keaton, strangely. He seems kind of upbeat, even sort of manic. And so he murdered Greg. He's sort of pushing down his emotions a little mm. bit. Um, and it takes until the end of the first half hour where Alex goes to see a therapist. Suddenly we're not on the Family Ties set. Suddenly we're in a, like a Dogville. Have you seen the Lars von Trier film Dogville? Mm-hmm. We're in a Dogville-style set, very like almost like a bare stage with sort of bare scenery in it. And it becomes this weird dramatic monologue, mostly just Michael J. Fox talking to an off-screen therapist. Now, this episode is called A, My Name is Alex. It is, I I think I saw it a few years ago, it was genuinely one of the most baffling hours of television I've ever seen. Not to say it's bad, Mm. people take loads of shits on it nowadays, but if you're interested in this, there's actually a very extensive AV club article on it from a couple of years ago. So is there an AV club on the pancake episode of your show? Not yet, but I know yeah. I've... Um, You're pitching it. <laughs> I, 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 I will pitch it to them. I do actually know some of the people who write for the AV okay. club, so I will I will let them know. Okay, good. So, yeah, so it's sort of years, so Alex is sort of uh, not really grieving his friend, but then he starts to see Greg, his best friend that we're, we've only been introduced <laughs> to in this episode. Uh, he starts to see his ghost around the house, and that's how they kind of... Uh, go into the whole off-screen therapist mm-hmm. dealing. And it becomes less about Greg and more about Alex and his uh, whether or not he believes in God because whether or not it should have been him in that car oh. that, you know, crashed. Um, you know what? It's not terrible. It you is just it? very... It, it, I, I didn't mind it. it. It's quite soppy and it's mm-hmm. very of its time. But as the AV Club writer says, you know, Family Ties was hugely successful mm-hmm. and they didn't need to do these sort of gimmicky one-off episodes. They didn't have to do it. They weren't grasping for ratings. Right, yeah. They just did this because they wanted to be, yeah. do something different. And that's really admirable, taking yeah. that sort of risk. And I kind of wish more sitcoms nowadays did it. Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't like, do it just it doesn't happen anymore. No. I say let's get big fucking bang and Jim Parsons does an hour-long monologue just straight into the camera. It's just him saying bazinga over and over and over again. But I think, you know, I think we've all brought along. Go and see these episodes uh, on YouTube. Mine was really funny because I just love Felicity and I like that episode. And I love Family Ties and we all love Sabrina. Sabrina. (laughs) Okay, so I thought I'd do something a bit different. Uh, be funny podcast be funny um no this is a very serious quiz because we did do a little game last podcast <laughs> this is not the same game i thought you said quiz quiz <laughs> well, well look what i'm sitting in front of jesus Christ. i'm like we've won that one um i'm doing a tv quiz <laughs> i've got a tv quiz for you and basically i need you both i'm going to keep a tally i need you both to have your names as your buzzers it's a TV okay. trivia quiz, so let's test oh. out your buzzers. You can be Beck. Say Beck. Beck. Good. Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence, that's a bit too long now. That's too many syllables. So for the purpose of this game, I've decided your name is going to be Jeff. Okay. <laughs> so please test out your buzzers again. Beck. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. I love the name Jeff. But I'm this, so um, glad you chose Jeff. But Lawrence Jeff. is a TV writer. This is a bit unfair. Uh, well, we'll you would be surprised because I feel like Peter's but questions he, I are think probably going to be more geared so. towards hey, you. Hey, really? Hey, I think hey, he hey. will know them and neither of us will. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. This is just the regular round. And here we go. 
Press out your buzzers again. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Beck. Jeff. Beck. Okay. And time starts now. What are the last names of each of the six friends Beck. characters? Beck. Go. Um, Bing, Geller, Buffet, uh, Tribbiani. Um, who's the other one? Rachel. Oh. Green. Correct. In Saved by the Bell, what was Zach and Kelly dressed up as the night they broke up? Beck. So, yes? Um, they skinned their friends and wore... They skin. didn't. Oh, <laughs> oh God. No, Please take this seriously. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was Romeo and Juliet. What is the name of Mr. Crane's dog on Frasier? <laughs> Who watches Frasier? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, look over at my DVD collection. Bob. Oh, it's Eddie. Oh, Where does Murder, She Wrote take place? Angela Lansbury's Nightmares. Hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry, Jeff. What's your fucking buzzer? (laughs) Jeff, Angela Lansbury's Nightmares. No, incorrect Cabot Cove in Maine. What is Alex Mack's superpower? Beck. She can go into liquid. She becomes a blue puddle. Name a white actor on Channel 10's Wonderland. Jeff, all of them. Correct. (laughs) What happened at the end of Breaking Bad? Beck. Not telling because everyone will be mean to me. Incorrect. Incorrect. People wrote lots of pointless blogs about it. (laughs) Hey. Hey. (laughs) Is Reef Doctor still on air? Jeff. Yes. Correct answer was I don't know. Uh, How how much does Tommy Little from This Week Live want to have sex with me? Beck. Ooh. I'm going to give it to Jeff. None. A lot probably is the correct answer. (laughs) Is the current Bachelor on Channel 10's The Bachelor A, an underwear model, B, an architect, C, a hollow shell void of human emotion on which Channel 10 pinned all its hopes and dreams? Jeff. D, all of the above. Incorrect. He's a pussy hound. Does Australia (laughs) got talent? Jeff. Beck, go. No, but Australia's kids do have singing. I'm sorry, correct answer is Harrison Craig. Did you hear that? Beck. Yes. Correct, you didn't. <laughs> In Offspring, how did Patrick die? Jeff. Who cares? He was euthanized for being a caddy fiddler. <laughs> oh my god. Does NCIS actress Paulie Perret drink the blood of children? Beck. Jeff, yes. 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 <laughs> it's not defamation if it's true. Name an ABC TV show that doesn't star Annabelle Crabb. Jeff. Jeff. It's a date. I don't know, but if you find one, please tell Mark Scott. True or false, following her success on Australian Idol, Cosima DeVito started her own magazine, Cosimopolitan. Jeff, false. But she did recover from, <laughs> she did recover from her throat nodules. I'm sorry. I've got nodules true. on my vocal cords. It's true, Jeff. <laughs> sorry. Jeff, last question. Did Baywatch star Yasmin Bleeth ever get married? Beck, I believe so. Yes, but it was Yasmin Brief. <laughs> now it's time for... The lightning round. Which TV star should be struck by lightning? Jeff. Chris Colford, because he wrote a movie called Struck by Lightning. Incorrect. Patricia Heaton. Who played Elizabeth in White Collar? Beck. Yes. Um, H- Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Incorrect. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Who played Finn Hudson in Glee? Jeff. Corey Monteith, but... Incorrect. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> Who played Valerie Malone in Beverly Hills 90210? Jeff. Jeff. Tiffany Incorrect, Debbie Reynolds. Oh, True or false? True. <laughs> Jeff. False. Incorrect. True. <laughs> On what TV show would you find a TARDIS? Jeff. Offspring. Incorrect. Correct answer is Star Wars. Which Cosby kid are you? Beck. Beck. <clears throat> um, Theo. I'm sorry, you're Vanessa. <laughs> What's a proctologist's favourite TV show? 
Beck. Yes. Um, Jeff, hole in the wall. Incorrect. It's a date. <laughs> the film you got served was a spin-off from which UK TV comedy? Come on. Ooh. Beck, Faulty Towers. Are you being served, you <laughs> fucking idiot? I thought that was too <laughs> obvious. That's the oh. only reason I didn't no. say that. <laughs> I've tallied up the points. You're all awful. The winner is Carrie Ann Kennelly. She's a survivor. She has blonde hair and she is my fiance. <laughs> We need to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm going to sing Share Lloyd by Share Lloyd or Rebecca G. Then. And don't forget all the trouble we got until. Why does somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? For me. Well, I was fucking one of yes. Disgusting! We're back. We're still at the Fleet Review. Um. We've got a regular segment returning this week. It is our 90s uh, movie review. Um, and this week we did a favourite because uh, on... Do you listen to Doug Loves Movies, the yes. podcast? Yes. Now, this is a frequently referenced film on that podcast. Mm-hmm. I really do love it and suggest if you and if I you love movies, you should listen to Doug Loves Movies. Yes. Um, so it's a running in-joke that his audience really love Hook. And I thought, I remember Hook being... Pretty good as a child. So Hook came out. It's a Steven Spielberg uh, film. Came out in 1991. Basically, do you want to explain Lawrence, the plot? Lawrence, how old were you in 91? <laughs> Negative one. <laughs> oh, disgusting. <laughs> but I had I had seen at least I had seen part of this movie before. Do you know? Um, basically, the story of this film, the uh, the concept of this film. Well, did come from J.M. Barry, who wrote the play Peter Pan, who wrote um, Wendy and Peter, or Peter and Wendy, or whatever the fuck it was called. Um, but he, he did actually write in his notes that, you know, what if Peter Pan actually did grow up? And that whole concept, that's, that's sort of where it starts. So do you want to explain? So basically, Hook is about Robin Williams is a busy businessman. Peter. And he's married to a beautiful lady. And Moira. Moira. And <laughs> from he has. GMA. <laughs> <laughs> I wish a it would beautiful be, wedding. It she's, got, <laughs> she's got the nicer dicer plus out. And she's she's a very convenient wife to have. Oh my god, that would be brilliant. And he has two children, and he neglects them because he's such a busy businessman, and he's a real asshole. All oh, right. And uh, he go basically they go to England to visit his who they call Granny Wendy. Mm-hmm. And uh, played by Maggie Smith, mm-hmm. who looks very old in she it. She was but 56 yeah, when they she plays a 90-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus so she was genuinely 56 and she's playing, what, 80s or early 90s? 90s, even? I think. Oh, gosh. She's amazing. She's only 16 years older than Robin Williams. Yeah. Then. Oh, she no. plays old really well. Yes. Um, anyway... Uh, what happens? What happens? Oh, <laughs> you're missing the whole point of the movie. So they go yeah, to basically that house. they go there and then um, the children are the abducted. children are kidnapped and it's by, by Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. And so Wendy has to explain to Peter that he's the real Peter Pan mm-hmm. and he's grown up and he's forgotten everything About that has happened. Peter Pan, yeah. And he has to go to Never Neverland or wherever. Neverland. Neverland. Yes. Which one's the Michael Jackson ranch? Neverland. Never. Okay. He has to go As to well. visit Michael Jackson's ranch. Lots of children visit, abducted there. To save his children. <laughs> <laughs> to Allegedly, save his, Jesus Christ. To save his children. It's defamation of it's true. And he should only save the girl because she's cute and the boy's annoying. Um, so he goes there after being convinced of it because Tinkerbell comes. Julie Roberts yes. is awful. I, I hate know. the character so okay. much. 
But she comes. And then he goes go there the and he, she has to train him to, to defeat Peter Hook Pan and again. blah, blah, blah. They meet the lo- so he meets the Lost Boys. Oh, yeah. He gets trained up to be Peter Pan again to, uh, to get involved in the ultimate final battle with uh, Captain Hook played by uh, the... Uh, by Tootsie. Brilliant... Dustin Hoffman, yeah. who, by the way, even in this movie, is still so fucking good. Yeah, yeah he's really so easily good. the best part. Yeah. Um, but what did we think? For a start, it is 400 hours long, correct? It is it so, is so long. long. I feel like I grew up watching this. <laughs> I was Peter Pan and now I'm Peter Panning. The very, very funny thing about this film is that he, Peter is actually afraid of flying. It's so hilarious. When they hop on a plane to go over to London, Irony. He, he's kind of freaked out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kid's also very angry at him. He's drawn a picture of the plane going down <laughs> and the father yes. not having a parachute. That is pretty funny. Um, and I can laugh in that bit. Um, they basically go over to visit uh, Grandma Wendy, who's mm-hmm. gorgeous, yep. by the way, P.S. Yep. And she doesn't talk to Peter like they've fucked at all. No. It's like, hello, Peter. It's been a while. He, she it? calls him boy. I swear boy. to God, they almost mm-hmm. make out at one point. Oh, God. Ex- special Peter features. Wants, Peter nearly makes out with everyone, including the Lost Boys. Okay. So what essentially happens is they go out for a night to honour... Uh, Wendy, who's what starting a fucking orphanage? Yeah, <laughs> she 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 <laughs> relocated orphans into like yeah. They're dedicating a building to her. Building. Is the building an orphanage? It's something to do with like an orphan's hospital or orphanage. Okay, <laughs> something like that. Gross. But they leave the children at home with someone who clearly has dementia. Yeah, he. There's a man there who has lost his marbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he is very dangerous to be leaving a children Absolutely. with. Absolutely. He can't look after very himself. Very dangerous. They, they look at him, they're like, he's fine. He'll yes. Hi, babysitter. <laughs> um, okay, so when the police come to investigate the children's abduction, I was very confused because they turn up and they're like, um, okay, well, your children are gone. Um, and there was a sword in the door and good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. And there's a note and it's like the ransom notes like in calligraphy. That's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think this is a bit odd. It's like, good luck. Hope Cap- this Captain Hook fellow isn't a child rapist. Yeah. Um, I really liked the scene though when they came back to the house because it has the like marks? the hook is yeah. the hook mark all the way up mm. the stairs. And then the housekeeper's like, the children were screaming. They were yeah. screaming. That was really like, that really impacted it, me. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, how sexy do you find hooks from a scale of one to ten? Hooks. Hooks. People just with in hooks, general. Just people with hooks. There's something pretty sexy about a hook. Okay, mm. I'm alone. Good. Just thanks, thanks, well, for, considering, thanks for leaving hey, me. Thanks for hanging me out the window. Hey, well, I was style. just thinking that um, as a lesbian, you try to keep short nails. Oh, so that's hook. right. <laughs> <laughs> how does actually Peter get... So Tinkerbell comes to the house. We know that. Um, but I really thought I... Because I like I liked Julie Roberts... But I hated, really? <laughs> yeah, okay. I hated Tinkerbell. Um, I do like how when Tinkerbell first flies in, he thinks it's a firefly yeah. and he's like, it's banging him around the room. And then he calls her a bug again after she's spoken to him. She's he, She like goes into a, the thing and he's yeah. like, are you in there, little bug? And I'm mm. like, that, you know she's had a conversation that, yeah. with you. You know, yeah. that's not a bug. One of my fave funny people uh, did write about me? this a little while ago. No, it's me. Oh. Um, Lewis Fattel from uh, the hilarious. internet uh, ha- the wrote internet. about Hook and, and did say that it kind of looks like, um, who do you say, someone in a Charlie St. Cloud wig? Like, oh, yeah. it, it's, it's very Zac Efron, her, 
her whole face in this. She's got a yeah. very... It's very Maggie from the hair. newsroom in season two when she cuts her hair. Please don't make newsroom. <laughs> we don't talk about Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> no, sorry. sorry. So anyway, Tinkerbell basically knocks him out because mm-hmm. he falls a lot in this movie. He does. And then she Funny. takes him to the village. The village? The Neverland. M. Night Shyamalan is <laughs> yes. the village. Yeah, so she carries... She has to go to a village. She goes to Neverland. That's the whole fucking point of yeah, this movie. Yeah, but it's like a weird village with I just pirates. want to point out, by the time you actually get to Neverland, it's been 35 minutes. Yeah, it's been a really long time. But when you get to Neverland, you realise that uh, Neverland was built across nine sound stages. At, I don't know what, Universal, I guess. Mm. And it looks... It couldn't look more like a theme park. No. It is so disgusting and... I really It hate looks like they just reused the set from the original Planet of the Apes. Like they've just been there the whole there's time. Something very, and they just draped some ferns on it and that there's was something that. very sixties about it. Like it's yeah. like an old T V show yeah. set and it's It's like a Doctor Quinn set but with yeah. pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so basically Neverland is um, SeaWorld. It is SeaWorld, yeah. <laughs> the, everything yeah, in it looks exactly like right. the Bermuda Triangle ride. Oh, yep. man, I love the Bermuda oh, Triangle so, ride. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not anyway, guys, this isn't a theme park review. It isn't. Now, uh, Tinkerland... Tinkerland? <laughs> <laughs> That's my gay nightclub opening. <laughs> um Tinker, Tinkerbell. Bell. By the way, P.S., um, because uh, Julia Roberts had recently split with Dermot Mulroney when this movie was shot, she was going through a lot of emotions and she had to be even admitted to hospital because oh. she was having a bit of a breakdown. Um, people on set called her Tinker Hell. Isn't that kind? That's She obviously was having issues, guys. That's not yeah, cool. Yeah. So Hook decides to kill Peter and the children because mm-hmm. he wanted to have a huge battle with Peter Pan. He's finally coming back... To Neverland, they have a huge war, um, and <laughs> so the so children hilarious. are up in the net, and Hook's like, "Fly up there! If you fly up there and touch them, you can go." Mm-hmm. So he climbs all the way up, and then he can't reach, and the kids think he's the worst. Yeah, and then his Hook says that everyone should be killed. Yes, but then Tinkerbell flies in and convinces him to give her three days to have to... the ultimate battle. Yes, so Peter, Peter, you know, has to be at the the peak of his sort of. Fitness. He's he's got to retrain. He's got to refine himself as Pan. Just and, uh, like Melissa Joan Hart can get fat in one day from yes. pancakes, Peter Pan can get fit in three days. Three days. Yeah. Now, what follows is about what four hours, an hour and a half of movie oh. that could have been done in I don't know a montage. Yeah. Okay. He could have met the Lost Boys, and there could have been like a training montage, and boom, last scene of the movie, the battle, the end. The, Do you think? Smee and Hook are lovers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, good. You see the distress on Smee's face when Hook threatened to commit suicide? Yeah. And okay. Which is hilarious, by the way, everyone. Suicide okay, is hilarious. Okay, first of all, Hook threatens to commit suicide. Yes. <laughs> Let's oh, just... Who cares? <laughs> no, I'm... S- He's a real queen That is a too. bizarre... He's so dramatic that and he Smee's was like... like it's, it's basically behind the candelabra. And, it is. And, and Smee's Scott Thornton and fucking... Yeah. And Hook Hook holds a gun to his head as going to commit suicide because he's being a fucking drama queen. And so he's like, come on, darling, here's your bed. And And they hold hands. They hold hands. He he moves him over to the bed and like, and then he takes his shoes off. Let's unscrew this Hook accessory and put another one (laughs) (laughs) He takes his shoes off and then he pulls it out and he's got a meticulous shoe closet. Oh, he's gorgeous. His house, it is like behind the candelabra's sort of. Uh, Liberace's house is what's so yeah. gorgeous, ornate little vases yeah. and oh, beautiful, lovely couple. It, now, oh, we anyone's have... gayer yeah. than Hook 
in this movie. It is Rufio. 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 That's so fun to mm. chant. Rufio. Oh, <laughs> is the end. Um, now, they meet Rufio. Rufio is. I am Tina Turner hated. from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> 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 so Rufio gets introduced and he has been a leader since Pan disappeared. Yeah. It's basically the the Rudd Gillard rivalry, but it's it's Peter Pan <laughs> and Rufio. And um one of the insults that Pan says to Rufio is that he's got um a bubble butt. Wow, he says bubble butt. Yeah, no, what? seriously. Um, I wrote it oh down when when uh, they're having when they're having dinner, like the imaginary dinner, and they're arguing across the table. Yeah. Um, it's like a scene of domination. They have like an yeah. eight mile rap battle, except yes. it's just insults thrown across the table. Mm-hmm. And I think it is Rufio who says that Robin Williams has a bubble butt. Oh, God, someone <laughs> someone's noticed. So good. Um, working out. Peter Pan says he's Mr. Skunkhead with too much moose. Burn. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't really understand, like, that in the Lost Boy culture, like, like so much, like, shade is thrown. Like, it's really... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a drag ball. It really is. Robin Williams gets his gear off pretty early into entering the uh, Lost Boy's... Uh, territory. For some reason, he ha- he takes his clothes off, which is when oh. I notice hairless. Yep. How much time did it take to shave Robin Williams? Now, this the budget of this movie blew was out by twenty million. I think it was supposed to be sixty million budget. It blew out all to eighty million wax. dollars, all on fucking shaving <laughs> Robin Williams. And his arms, body. as well, I noticed were yes. all shaved. Why? Why was that necessary? Because it's sexier when the kids then finger paint him. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh. they, they also had to put him in tights God. at some point. And some, yeah. But can you imagine trying to paint through that fucking chest hair that he's got? Yeah. Also, we forgot to say that Hook, meanwhile, that Shmee, Smee, Shmee. I hate that. Oh. Smee. It's he Smee. has um, come up with a plan that Hook, sh- instead of torturing the kids, should make... The kids love him instead of Peter Pan. Well, he, no, he only makes the boy love him. Well, he doesn't he, give a shit about the girl. Nobody gives no, a shit but about he, her because he realizes that she isn't an idiot. It's basically Stockholm syndrome. So he's taken yeah. him captive because that will like, be the I'm biggest punishment with Captain Hook. Yeah, and also the you know, boy like, should as a, as a parental way. The kid should stay with Hook. Yeah, his absolutely. Dad is a he's a great dad. Yeah, but, but first Hook has turned the son into a little mini version yes, of him in a beautiful wig. Um. And I wrote down that it's like Kramer versus Kramer. It's like a custody battle. Oh, it is. Uh, they Lost Boys will get ready for this battle. and So they will have their special skills. Rufio's a great swords person. And he's on Peter Pan's side now. Yeah, he is a great swords person. Yeah, so yeah. he's on Peter Pan's side. He's sort of bowed down to him yeah. and realised Pan is back. Yeah. Pan is in charge. Don't be a, you know, bossy bottom. <laughs> bubble butt. A bubble butt. Um, so they all go over and get ready for this battle. Lawrence thinks That's a Rufio is hot. Yes. And we do we, not. We should oh, say that well, wrong. Lawrence thinks Rufio I don't know is hot. How old was he in I this? don't know. <laughs> he's, he's not hot, but he wasn't bad. If you got rid of the hair. How young was he in this movie? I don't, can we, let's just not talk about it. Okay. Let's say he's <laughs> um, 21. Yeah. It's just... He's not. He's not. He's definitely <laughs> not. But if he was... Mm-hmm. Um, can you cut that out? <laughs> no, definitely not. That's like the only thing I'm keeping in. <laughs> there's a big battle. Yes. I totally... I this is the bit that I tuned out for because okay. I did not need to see a hundred sword fights. Anyway, Rufio <laughs> gets has a fight with Hook one on one, and Hook says, "Lawrence, close close your ears." I know this is looky looky. 
I got no Rufio says yes. looky looky I got hooky. I know that is And then so he gets great. stabbed in the heart. Yes. And we don't see any blood. No blood. <laughs> and he dies slowly and then he says to Pan oh. I wish I had a dad like you. No, you don't. And so that's so the son will be like, yeah, my dad is cool. Anyway, Peter Pan wanted to leave because he had dominated Hook, but he didn't want to kill him. And then Hook was like, no, I'll come after you forever. Blah, blah, blah. He's got the son at this point. He's won the son over again. And they want to leave again. The ending so that Pan doesn't have to kill him, so we still love him, Mm -hmm. is a giant crocodile is tied up standing up. Yes. Anyway, it somehow gets released and it falls straight down onto Hook yes. and his mouth is open. Yes, but you can't swallow. Yeah, it can't swallow, but somehow Hook is gone. Yes. Magic. It's magic. Um, <sighs> anyway, I'm bored by this Surprisingly, movie. Steven Spielberg was also disappointed in the result of this movie. Oh, was he? So we're not alone. He doesn't like to talk about it famously. Oh. And he says he likes... Everything up until when they go to Neverland, which is 99% of this film. <laughs> so he doesn't like any of the Neverland bits. And he and I agree. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Um, thank you so much. Um, I gotta go. Bye. So we've reached the end of another podcast. I've got a plug to do. I've actually, I'm actually doing something. So I, oh. I don't remember. Okay, on October 20th, I will be at um, Southside Tea Room doing oh. spooky storytelling. Can I um, come? You can come. I'm actually thinking about using one of your stories because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't written one yet. So I've got to, I've got to put together a spooky That's story. That's with your to friend tell. Patience Hudson. Well, I don't know if she'll be there, oh. but I, I'm certainly going to be there, and you can come. I think it's like five dollars, and it starts at five thirty, and you. You can um, get some nice drinks there. It's like a bar. It's, yeah, it's a cool place. Um, and it'll be um, fun. Getting Even though the, you'll be there. Getting into the Halloween spirit. Thank you so much, That's Beck, fine. for your support. Beck, what have you been up to? Have you got things to plug? Your website? I am. You've got a new fancy website. I do. It's pretty summer. exciting. Was it brocklesnitch.squarespace? Is yep. it brocklesnitch or Rebecca Shaw? Brocklesnitch. Oh, God. Okay. Um, nothing really. I just wrote some articles this yes, week. Yes, from where? Uh, SBS. Playboy. King Sh- I wrote a Miley Sinead O'Connor thing. Oh, you did? <laughs> I was inspired oh, to. Uh, oh, don't I read that. I need to read inspired. that. No, I need to read that. Uh, yep. Um, there hasn't been enough There hasn't. Miley Cyrus. I did it first. Okay. So, well, after Sinead, before everyone else. Yeah. Um, yes. <clears throat> uh, nothing else besides that. At Brockles Niche. Yes, and Lawrence... Uh, wires and lights. And wires and lights is a blog on Crikey. So yes. you go to Crikey, you go to blogs. And yes. Wires and lights. Um, I write something there usually every week, sometimes a couple of times. Um, I wrote a thing for the Guardian about Breaking Bad. You can go find that, I guess. And I'm on Twitter. At oh, that caused LB. a bit of Twitter controversy. What did? Lawrence yeah, is. I um, I uh, sort of shook up the Twitter world. Oh, in what way? Um, not really. In, no, not really. <laughs> a few people. <laughs> a few people were calling me like an entitled, you know, oh. arrogant, selfish, lazy. Oh, so they've met you. Big- <laughs> <laughs> um, Beck, um, yeah. I'm going to go um, and get off this, this ship. Get off. Have, get off. <laughs> Again. This ship. <laughs> um, I won't go down <laughs> with this ship. I don't and, and surrender. There will be no white flag above my door. I'm in love. And always will be. <laughs> 
we can't end on that. Track is like the bat.